This is the Crossroads Podcast Network. Welcome to the Odd Mission Podcast, everybody. Here with some of my favorite people. Matt Stoll, Ooh. of course. Yes. Woo! Hello, everybody. And Joel Jacobson. Hey. And special guest. Special guest. Guest host yep. here, Brandon Whetstone. Hi. How's it going? Hi, hi Brandon. Oh, gosh. Hi. I'm going to have to turn this one up, Brandon. Sorry. I'll get closer. There you go. There. Don't talk too loud. And, is that better? Uh, the occasion is, got three people in here who have been heavily involved in music contributions at church services for many years. I don't need to even go around, but if, if you could just out of the top of your head say, how many years have you been doing music stuff in churches, Matt? Probably 25 years. Okay, exactly. So <laughs> there's a collect, there's a, there, if we were to collect it all together, there'd be a lot of years spent in this discussion and in, in this kind of How come I'm, I, I had to, that okay, makes yeah, yeah. yeah. me feel <laughs> old. Yeah, anybody can, <laughs> I mean, I'm at 14, Dan. There you go. Wonderful. So, Great. I don't know how to do math. That well. Brennan, are, what do you got? Like, like a decade. Three? How old I was going to say. How old is a third grader? Nine. <laughs> All right, so I'd be pretty close to the 21 years or something. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, it can be a very dysfunctional place. And the, uh, uh, the other day when we were talking to Joel um, on one of the previous episodes, we referenced this conundrum that worship leaders often find themselves in where we're, we're in a, a faith that's based on the virtue of humility and sacrifice and self-forgetfulness in a lot of ways. Yet the, the nature of some of the stuff that um, we do when we contribute at our gatherings, it feels a little bit more s- like performancey at times or like self, you know, ex- not exalted. Grandizing. Self- yeah. It's like, and especially in the band as a musician, I was in a band all through high school and the like biggest validating moment would be we wrote this one song uh, called "Let's Just Say That It's Over," and is a breakup song. Of course, <laughs> we're kind of punk pop, you know. And can you sing it for us, Dan? It's like the chorus is like, "Why can't we just say that it's over?" Yeah. And I remember looking out at one point and seeing people singing it, and that's like the biggest validation, oh. you know, as an artist, singer, songwriter, you know, and in church. Think about it. Any musician that's in the band like can just look out and all of a sudden get that exact same feeling. And so you can see how quickly this could become such a, a an attractive place, but also a place where you can get kind of uh, get kind of weird really quick and things do get weird. And so I don't know if you guys have any examples of that, of, of different things that happen in the bands or in, in your some of the pressures that are there or some of the yeah. things that you think about just so that well, we can all get kind of, I think, I think and in particular, I think why we wanted to talk about this because Brennan had some interesting thoughts the other day when we were hanging out and wanted to get Joel's example is just too. I mean, like, I think it's good. I want people to know that we like really wrestle with this sort of thing. Like you always wonder what your pastors are doing. Well, we're sitting in our offices talking about this kind of stuff. Not every day, all the time, Yeah, but we are super concerned with is what we're doing. It's just for us. Is it like just to make us feel good about like, wow, people are singing. Look at all the people that raised their hands. That's a that's a great song. Let's do that. Like yeah. what's really behind what we're trying to do is a really good question. I think that we should be asking as we're planning services and who we let on stage. What is the stage? All the, all these things, not to 
make it too philosophical, but like, I think they're really important questions. Yeah. And we definitely like feel that tension each week. I think that's something we always wrestle with, you know? Yeah. Because on one level, you know, you have a contribution and a gift to give, but there's a critique that I've often heard that if you try too hard, you can become just too self involved in it. But then there's also a flip side of that same coin, which is sometimes people are tempted to just be like, well, I'm not going to practice or try at all. I'm just going to be kind of spirit led or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah. then that can sometimes be tragic instead of magic, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so where's the balance between like holding things out yeah. in your hand, but also like actually putting yeah. some effort into it. If yeah. I can set the stage a little more going way back 25 years, at least, <laughs> You know, I mean, the church I grew up, grew up in, like, literally, we had the hymnal and an organ and a piano. And yeah. one dude behind the podium that would kind of, like, give us the one, two, three. I always thought that guy was doing one. magic when I was a kid. Like, <laughs> but you'd walk Mickey in, yeah. maybe you'd walk in and, yeah. like, on the Little board motions. is the hymns for the day. Hymn 529, yeah. hymn 242, and mm-hmm. hymn 392. Yeah. And you're like, hopefully not all four verses of each one. <laughs> one, three, and Some four hymns are great. Like 15 or one, two, verses. four. So you gotta watch out, man. But um, a lot of German ones too. Did you ever do the German ones? Oh, the German. Well, yeah, they're nicely syncopated. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> I think that, and now we have like you know, and I was, I'm old enough to remember that, but I'm old enough too to remember this, this like a new wave of worship leaders and songs that was like a mo- like yeah. I'm singing prayers to God that like are are more personal. Like, and then that became then all of a sudden you had bands on stage, and then out of nowhere you had frustrated musicians composers songwriters that couldn't make it in the big world and then they found themselves in church world to bide the time a little bit as they yeah. kind of built their rock career <laughs> oh just yeah. you know, just wait well, to get up on stage development yeah. oh for real yeah into yeah rock and roll and, or like the jam band or whatever well and i was gonna say matt do you feel like with like you have these big evangelical movements of these big conferences and stuff yeah do you feel like that kind of like trickled down into the church world you know because before what i'm hearing is that like it was really low key you knew all the songs you were gonna sing even probably like in the you know like the bulletin right yeah Yeah. and like and then all of a sudden now we have like churches that look like their conference every sunday yeah and i think a big part of it too also came from the seeker movement back that willow creek kind of coined and calvary churches out west and it's like What's going to draw people in the door? Well, what's going to draw them in the door? We get a rock concert every weekend. I mean, oh, who wouldn't want to yeah. come see some talented people on yeah. stage? And hey, to come to my church is just like going to see Boston, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you there's like this it. level of yeah, professionalism you that's yeah. happened within the yeah, church. Man. Look no further than Passion, like down in Georgia. How many people show up? To that kind and of thing. Yeah, big old arena. Know, right. I think that the reason why people go to concerts and stuff is it is helpful. Yeah. Yeah. For their brain, for their heart, for their soul and all that. But at what point on the other side of that is just things get really existentially tricky, you know? I mean, how, what is the place of excellence in, in all this? Yeah. You know? I mean, well, and I think it's what's your purpose. So, like, maybe for the seeker church or a church that gravitates towards a larger body, maybe they're just trying to bring people in. To provide some kind of message. Touch point. Yeah, so they can experience God in some kind of way. And I think, you know, if your purpose is that and to be excellent music, that's a good, that can be a good purpose. I think 
as humans, we're broken and we can like definitely mess things up. But I also think, you know, our, what we can do here at our church is like the purpose is just to worship God. And so we, you know, to kind of, I, I think you have to just like know what your focus is, what you want to do and why you want to do it. Because I think without those, then you just start striving for something that's not realistic. What does it mean to worship God? Man, Brennan. Wow. Brennan. <laughs> that's, a, that's a deep Is that question. too big? Yeah, come on. <laughs> well, isn't that not at the root? It is. Yeah, it great, really actually, is. Actually, a great question. I think yeah. worship is an outpouring of, like, who you are and whatever you're, like, whatever that continual outpouring is. It, it, or whatever the object of that is is an object of worship and mm. so yeah when people have a gift of music and they're able to to pour that out and direct it towards something or whatever in a lot of ways that that is a, a sacrifice it is a moment where they're i think in a very general sense and that yeah. i don't love to reduce it to just just music but we do have kind of a way of speaking in the west where we say mm. worship and we mean music, and so yeah. let's just get that out of the way right now. That's, yeah, that's it's, kinda... it's part of it. It's not all of it, yeah. but it, I do think it's a good way of expressing like, like how God's been good to us or just like mm. our thoughts. Maybe it's we can express lament through the songs we right. sing. Maybe it's you know our gratitude we as- ascribe to who God is through that. Uh, on the flip side, it's not just the only way. It's like when you take care of your neighbor that lives next to you that's struggling with say cancer like that is a form of living out our faith or worshiping god yeah. and i think i mean biblically speaking this is such a reason why you know you can go around and around about this because you know the bible doesn't strictly lay out exactly what we're supposed to do in our services each right. time yeah. it doesn't condemn no singing it doesn't say you have to have all bad singers or all pro singers like yeah so we're kind of left in this quagmire of trying to figure out okay well what is it and i like what you said about like joel like well what is it for us what are we trying to accomplish we should stick true to what we feel called god wants us to do in our context while not throwing stones at someone else's calling what they're trying to do Hmm. but i think that you know biblically speaking i think you could make a strong argument that your spiritual act of worship has to start with some sense of giving of yourself right yeah that, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, this is your spiritual act of worship. Mm-hmm. Not that singing can't be part of that or a response mm-hmm. to what's happening. Mm-hmm. But I think, and I'll just jump to the point with a thought there quickly, is like I've always felt like the best singing, the best performance, comes from a place of, of truth and sincerity of someone that's actually living it out or has experienced what they're singing about or telling someone else what they're singing about. So I think when someone's living their life like Christ, they're pouring out their body as a human sacrifice to help their friend down the street, whatever, and whatever yeah. that would look like, what flows out of that is worship. Hmm. What flows into a, a, the truthfulness of a song they might sing about God being near them in their brokenness and praising him for that. Like if they've experienced God being near to them in their brokenness, mm-hmm. that comes from a place of truth Yeah, that I think is value, really valuable. Yeah. Coming to mind is like the... Mark 12, the widow, the widow's offering mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where uh, she gave every, everything she had, not out of her surplus, but out of, out of her poverty. Right, and, right, yeah, right. And, exactly. And, yeah, something about that. And I think there's something about music, too, or, or like why we, um, I don't know, why we've 
elevated music as our primary yeah. form of worship in Sunday. I wonder if it has much to do with just music in general. You don't really have to be a, a religious person to feel deeply connected to music. Yeah. And there's like something about music in general, like it's all these patterns that come together and it unfolds. It's almost ex nihilo. It comes out of nothing, you know, and mm-hmm. and there's something like deeply connected. Yeah. Connect, there's some connectedness. Definitely mysterious there, and it does create connection when mm-hmm. he can say the same things together and then add that melody to it. And we're all saying yeah. in agreement. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very encouraging moment and efficient, mm-hmm. if you will. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's all kind of, yeah. yeah. we're all praying out the same thing. And a song know? unfolds yeah. too, like a yeah. kind of like life. And mm-hmm. just like something that's deep below the surface of things, the, Definitely. the vibe. Yeah. That Definitely has a place music. here. It's not like, I don't think, I don't think we're the first culture to use it, you know, in this sure, context. Mm-hmm. But how do you protect somebody from going, you know, I, I always had this, this fear of one, just creative people getting ground up. Uh, because of this weekly thing that we have to do. And two, if they were f- able to express, you know, just need to like, just breathe there, there seems to be often like a competitive field there at, in, in a lot of ways to where I'd hate to see it, but if somebody did take a break, somebody young and like maybe even better or has a different angle can like take over and um how do you protect somebody who who wants to be there but you don't want them to get into the idolatry of like making their identity like a part of this uh this uh sacrifice well both with both of you i think last on the last podcast when you had joel on he gave a little bit about your background and i think you're kind of you're built for this question because uh, you've <laughs> you've dealt directly with like maybe it isn't the right word, but judging whether or not like musicians can be a part of the team or can can lead. Yeah. So what all goes what goes into that seems like a bit of a, a good precursor. Yeah. A little little side comment to it. I think for me, it's all about someone's heart behind it. So. Uh, like earlier I was saying like what's the purpose of you doing this and I think that's the same as like someone that wants to be a part of like a worship team or part of a church service or really anything Mm -hmm. that's a part of like a ministry like are you doing this because you want to make yourself look cool or are you doing this because you want to serve your church and you want to worship God and I think for me it's like uh if someone's heart is in the right place that's where uh I think they're more connected and more effective in ministry than if they're just trying to be cool to play church music because at the end of the day, let's be real church bands are uh, just cover bands. <laughs> we really are like hmm. there are not that many churches that unless we're writing our own music and lots of, and I was just going to say not many churches are writing their own music and maybe we'll get to that point. And I would love for us if that rises out of our church, because I know that's been a history here that I'm learning, mm-hmm. and I think that would be amazing if we keep doing it. But at the end of the day, we're just writing, we're playing someone else's songs, and I think if we like, if we don't step into that humility and go, you know what, this is for God, then that, that to me, I feel like we're just doing it for the wrong reasons. I think to add to that, because I think that's all really good. I think too, just one of the things we try really hard to do here weekly is break down the walls between the sta- stage and participants and i think the more we continue 
maybe people hopefully have even noticed a trend last years that you know who wants to pray who wants to pray for the prayer but anyone to come up anyone else want to come up here and share you know like that this is it's not about us being on stage performing i hope god forbid i hope yeah. it's that we're at least offering voice to people uh, giving them words that they've wanting to pray they've been wanting to pray and then allowing them to also enter in be the active participants in the service and the, hopefully the band gets caught up in that too I'm, yeah. I'm just one other person in the room here trying to encounter god in some yeah. way together what i like about that yeah. is that ensures almost that it's not going to be a curated production that can be controlled because you're actively placing yourself in an in a moment of <laughs> of out of you know, you're putting yeah. the control in the group and just God. saying you know here we're all here together it's, and i'm not going to just have this cover like you're saying a cover song you can control you can get people to just do exactly what they're supposed to do yeah. but you can't do that when you open it up to the crowd to say come on help us rem remind us that we're all in here together um, yeah and that's a good point matt it's the authenticity of the community i think that's what shows like, like uh we're all like what you're saying matt like just because you have the mic doesn't make you like the leader or like more mm -hmm. powerful or more important you're just trying to encounter god as much as the people that are like coming to our services mm -hmm. i'm feeling like a two two themes that you both are, are talking about it seems um there's an aspect of communal and an aspect of personal that goes in to worship and does humility play a role in, in both? What does it look like in a communal context versus a personal context? And same with excellence. I mean, musicianship. Is there a communal aspect to that? Well, I think, like, when you're playing in a band, mm -hmm. like, that's super communal. Mm -hmm. So, like, Brandon, you're a drummer. And say, I'm playing bass one weekend, right? And, like, bass and drums, for those who you know, are listening that don't know uh, music or are an experienced nerd. nerd. I'm a nerd. Thanks, Dan. Uh, but bass and drums are like the two instruments that like are the God likes best that oh, work no, together all the time. And uh, but like I'm thinking of like as a bass player, I'm watching your foot playing the kick drum because I'm matching that. Mm -hmm. And like to me, that makes it communal. Yeah. Like if I start doing my own thing, all of a sudden, we're not making music. We're just on our own program. Mm. And so I think that's where, like, you know, as a band, we're very communal. Mm. But in the space of the gathering, like, I look at the band as the accompaniment to the congregation. Like, we're here all in this together. If we were 50 years ago, we would have been one organ, you know, probably Grandma Sue. Hey, 20. Who made he said 20. 20. 25, 25 yeah, he's years 20. ago. Yeah. But even then, it was communal. <laughs> It was the sacred harp would sing together, you know, exactly like yeah. we're one big choir all in this to sing to our God. And I think that's where like um, that's what makes it communal. Hmm. And I think to go into the humility of that, of just like becoming a servant to our congregation mm -hmm. uh, rather than trying to make our elevate ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're just in it as much as the people that attend true just you, practiced i think that you know that, yeah that yeah yeah we just and, know the songs more the song. yeah there is a sense like okay 
I don't not to muddy the waters, but I do think that there's a sense of somebody that's really good can actually be less distracting for other people in the room. You know, like yeah. there's that fine balance of like, hey, I actually worked hard at my craft to the point where hopefully I'm not noticed. Yeah. You know, like I'm a good enough drummer. I worked on, all, I practiced all these songs. There's actually humility in being good at what you do. I think yes. in that kind of roundabout way, like, yes, I don't want to draw attention to myself, mm -hmm. so I'm going to practice and work hard at yeah. playing the right drum beat at the right time. So, I, so no one's like for sure jarred out and, of. And that's how you can serve the band. That's yeah, how you can serve the serving, congregation. Yeah. It's like literally, I try my best because, like, I want to serve Brennan, hmm. or I want to serve. You know, like Dan, if he's playing in the band or, you know, so I because I think uh, we shouldn't look down on people that are good. We should yeah, like celebrate that. And I think, too, like, I OK, so on that point, I think it's interesting to think about in the past. My mom and dad, their generation had the ability to worship through someone else's excellence. Hmm. They would you know, you'd have a soloist. On yeah. stage, and yeah. they would sing a song for everybody to the Lord, you know, or they would play their flute or what. Yeah, yeah. And like they would sit there, and I, I don't Gaithers, think they were. Right? I mean, they, they weren't there going, yeah. "Oh man, she's the best piano player in the world," and she's just up. They were like, "This is so worshipful." Mm -hmm. I'm so it's drawing you into the mystery. Song. Yeah, like, yeah. and I feel like, like we've lost. Like again, I don't. I'm not saying next week we should have someone on stage ripping a solo or they're like. But like I do think it's interesting. You ready? <laughs> well, things come back to a little like yeah. can we have space for someone who's an artist and is gifted by God to can we worship through that? Like, mm. you know, can we yeah. be just either ministered to by what they're saying or saying or I don't know. Yeah. Could could that be like the pendulum swing? So like we had like conferences and all these big performance things happen and then we it reacted kinda, by turning it, it all off. It re <laughs> we reacted by just turning off the lights. And now we lost like what could be beautiful hmm. out of, you know, these conferences because we were just like to us, it may have felt not real or not. Authentic. But in community, we didn't know the people on stage at a conference. Right. Hmm. But if Dan Mike gets up there and plays Bohemian Rhapsody on his acoustic guitar, <laughs> I mean, I'm joking, but not joking. Yeah. Not joking in the sense I know Dan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if he plays a beautiful piece of music worshipfully for our sake i think i could worship through that because we know dan's know heart Dan. yeah i know what we he's know why about. he's here yeah, exactly hmm. yeah i feel like even in sports not to make a sports analogy in this context but like when you have a person that's like really well practiced and like is just on they often make the whole game easier for their entire team hmm. and they make their whole they draw people up as opposed to somebody who comes out you know and is just like tired and just not really you know then you got to compensate and so I like Tom like, Brady, <laughs> no, I just like, like no, no. Let's celebrate. I don't, do I don't know. The Bucks saying. were real bad last year, and Tom Brady walks in, oh, and I they won a saying. Super Bowl. So yeah, yeah so yeah. he elevated the whole team up. Yeah, and so in the same way, I think as go Packers. I, so what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> if a, a hard question to ask oneself would be, am I seeking to become the best musician so that I have the title of I'm the best musician or am I just seeking to be, am I seeking to be so fluent and like good at what I'm doing that I'm drawing other people into that so that it's easier for them to flow and easier for them to kind of, to go there too. I mean, that's a, I think a huge difference in what you're saying is the fundamental yeah. why. 
What are some other questions that you'd ask yourself if you were a musician to help you find that place of altruism or to find a place where you can just let it go and just be a part of the band or whatever? Hmm. What comes to mind is uh, set your house in order before you criticize the world. I, I don't know. I think there's something to be said of... Uh, Oh. Making sure your own heart is in that's a great point, man. the right place. Um, and they might start there. Because you could it, you could work really hard, and then maybe your musician next to you didn't, and then you would think that reflects poorly upon you. And if you're not at a place where you've kind of set your house in order and you're able to be hmm. a team player, a, band, you know, a, a humble person in the band, they become a threat to you hmm. in a sense. They're making you look bad. It's like the yeah, the child who has a tantrum in the store and the, the embarrassed mother. You Something know? to yeah. really pay attention to. Yeah, like if you're up there and it's just grinding against you, maybe this is a place where you're trying to add to your value instead of give from your value. Yeah. That's a great point. And, and I think to go off that too, it's like you can easily judge other people too. So like say like, you know, Hypothetical again. I'm playing bass. Brandon's playing drums. You're always playing bass. I'm always playing bass. Well, every weekend I play electric. I just want to play bass, okay? I'm Um, hypothetical myself playing something like super complicated. That's all. Like I'm playing harpsichord. My house is that glass thing with the water on it that you put Mm -hmm. your hands on and it makes like. You ever seen those? No. Old fashioned. No one can do it. I still would like to get a marimba for the. Is that a stage? The, it's like a long xylophone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. May, may, yeah, maybe we, we have a, we'll have an orchestra snakes. Sunday. I, I think. Would love to hold a marimba. Yeah. No. Well, Matt's like fifty. Like, he's, he's been doing this for like fifty years, right? He knows Steve how to handle Irwin. snakes. Yeah. Steve yeah. Irwin held a marimba. Yeah. yeah. But right. to go back to get us out of that rabbit trail, uh, I think though, like if Brennan's not super prepared, I think I can easily judge Brennan. Yep. I think I could easily just like get after him, maybe personally tackle him, be like, what the heck, Brennan? You know, like, I practiced so hard, you didn't practice. But I think, like, to go on that, I think that servant attitude of just lifting up each other, mm-hmm. and I think it's more of, like, what can I do in that moment to really come along, Brennan, and just love him? You know, like, I think that's what we're called first. Mm-hmm. And so that would be a question for me is, like, uh, am I here to love or am I here to be excellent? And I think, hmm. I think you can do both. I think you can do both well. I think if there's a, te- a tension that's like, you know, what's excellence? Maybe excellence is loving well. Hmm. well sometimes. I bet sometimes it also means, uh, for me at least, it means just dropping it. Like, uh, I don't know, often, sometimes, it's not hard sometimes to tell when someone messes up, messes up bad, yeah. or slash when they weren't, they weren't prepared um, and I find my heart often wanting to say like, come on, man, we all, like we all, we all practiced, we all came prepared, but I think maybe the, sometimes I'm, the, the greater calling is to, to let it go, yeah. to realize the, the context, gain a greater perspective and uh, that like this, this little thing isn't worth interpersonal strife or destroying a relationship it's almost reflective of what's in my heart than yeah what they did to me you know yeah and i and i think too it's like you know maybe that person is trying their best in that moment 
maybe they it's almost like we're assuming that they're just like this arrogant jerk that doesn't want to do anything mm. or like doesn't want to practice <laughs> maybe they spent 10 hours this week trying to play a drum part you know and then it's like maybe this is their best yeah, what, okay. we could argue about that. What is excellence? Well, well, is, yeah. it, is it playing every in note correctly? To, in order to get to where you guys are kind of going, I think a question that I would ask is, does God care? Ooh. Yeah. And Or what does God care about? Mm-hmm. You know. And so does God care if the, the sun rivals the angels or something like that? Or whatever, yeah. what would be the highest version of the song? You know, yeah. breaks the universe and like... All of a sudden, now we can see heaven. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever heard uh, of somebody singing a song and like other people say they felt like angels were singing? Have you ever heard of that before? Like, yeah, I've heard choirs that. Choirs and different churches throughout time. Um, but I don't know. I don't think God cares about you know the all the merit that we can add to it per se, yeah. like. If I, I like, I have a daughter, and so if she is trying to do something for me, like, I don't, I will never get to a point of, I can only accept it if it's a certain level. Yeah. Unless, you know, I mean, because it only matters if, if, if you can see her heart in it and you can see what she's, where she's coming from. Mm -hmm. I mean, if she really was coming from a place um, of like consistent laziness and like, I don't know that we might have a conversation and just be like, Hey, this is my birthday. Okay. Come on. Like you can do better than that. Or this is the 10th no, year. I don't know. You I'm, forgot I'm just, my birthday. I know I'm fighting with myself already. Okay. But parentheses over. I think yeah. if God is our father and he's looking down at us as kids in a way, he, he values us and our gifts and contributions and would much more rather value, you know, it's, it's not who wins or loses. It's how you play or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, it's not yeah. your perfection that yeah. he's after In order for you to let it go. Like you're saying, Brandon, you have to, you had to let God let it go and, mm-hmm. and have that assumption there and say, we're here to, we're here to serve each other. We're here to reorient and pray. And, and I think just to add a quick thing to that is just try. I think like yeah. to use that analogy, you know, like when my daughter does something like it brings me so much joy when she just tries it, hmm. you know, like, is it perfect? Sometimes yes. Sometimes no. But just the fact that she put in the effort and like just wanted to do something for me, like that's what brings me mm-hmm. joy or brings me to tears. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same about God. Sounds like a mustard seed equation. You know? Sounds like a motto yeah. that I have on the board here, which is <laughs> try hard. <laughs> just don't be a try hard. Wow. Dan, yeah. we need a t-shirt of that. <laughs> no, I'll wear a, t- I'll wear a t-shirt, t-shirt is s- try hardy. Okay, no, no, I'm not. Bro, just t-shirt. for me. Can I get a t-shirt just yeah, for me? If not like t-shirts, hand. then tattoos. Either one. So, okay. Thanks, guys, for uh, this discussion. I mean, things are going to continue to develop over the years, and we can keep coming back to this, but motivation really matters. And not taking ourselves too seriously, but taking like the mission that we're on seriously is yeah. a, a striking orientation, especially when it comes to the realm of performing and doing this excellent stuff you know you're doing it excellent because you're you're taking seriously the fact that people are coming around and like you want to serve them well but you're not taking yourself so seriously that if there was a mistake or something that you didn't do right that means anything (laughs) it doesn't mean anything yeah you're okay and so 
hopefully we can continue to push this into musicians here and everywhere so that there's more health and creativity in our communities. Because when that happens, um, I think people's hearts are awakened and their souls are awakened in really cool ways. So, yeah. Thanks for talking, guys. Thanks, Dan. Thank Brennan, you. Thank you, Brennan. It's fun to be a special guest. Thanks, hey, Brennan. Very Time. special. Wow.